ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many like friends with people that I've never met, but I feel incredibly close to and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Welcome back to another edition of the ALG podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you really quick at the top of the show, guys, if you can five star rate and review the show, those five star rate and reviews go a really, really long way. And we like to read those reviews, but I got to be honest with you. I like the five star ratings way better. Uh, guys, if you want to support the podcast, the podcast is proudly sponsored by Redcon One. Go on to redcon1.com and use promo code T20JARPS at checkout for 20% off your whole order. I swear to God, everything that you buy, that money goes right back into the podcast to help make this a better and better production. All right, guys, welcome back. As always, I am John Arpino, otherwise known as JRP's Journey on Instagram. I am joined alongside my partner in crime, Fit underscore D-Rock, otherwise known as David Roden. And guys, today we are talking about, David, what are we talking about today? Oh, we're about to be bros. I'm looking forward to this conversation. We're about to be gym bros. We're talking about fitness. We're broning it, it out, and I really want to share it, um, kind of conversation about step one. I think it's super important to anyone listening to this i mean obviously for the most part the mastering of anything is mastering the basics like just like nutrition it's it's calories macros it's simply keeping it simple um same thing with fitness i'm looking forward to this conversation just kind of just sharing our perspectives on okay number one your day one you're starting to work out more you want to build more habits around it what are you doing and number two um any kind of tips tricks and where we're at within our journey so how does that sound? I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I just really want to compliment you because that is really the first time that you did not in, like interrupt the intro. Like that was really good. False. I've had, I've no, I've had like no, two or three. It, no, it, no. Remember? That one was solid though. No, like, that was solid. Let's not forget a couple weeks ago when. Oh, when it, you were perfectly quiet and I got so weird. It threw you off. Quiet. Yeah, it threw me off. Yeah. There was that one time. No, but I, I still want to say um, it is so much fun to see how people, how they can like change their emotional states, change their inflections like so quickly. Cause like we got on this call and you're like, gosh, my stomach hurts. I'm a little, I'm feeling a little off. And all of a sudden sure right when you start your, when you start going, you're like, boom, I'm locked in. Oh yeah. Red lights on baby. We on, we are on for the good people that listen to this podcast. And if that's you, then I really thank you. Um, so where do we begin? Uh, I'd love day to one. Go ahead. begin with you. Cause I mean, obviously you were in a tougher predicament than even me. So when you started day one within mm-hmm. the fitness, Real yeah. When, when you started the fitness journey, what did that look like? Not just weight loss, but fitness. What'd that look like? Fitness dude? journey for me, day one was a little different than most. Obviously um, I started my fitness journey technically in a pulmonary rehab facility. So yep. I won't talk about that because I don't really have anything to provide yeah, when just, it comes to that. Well, you just um, incline walks. That's like basically all you did, right? I did incline walk and like these little circuits. Okay. Like that were bullshit. Couldn't really do anything. Um, but as far as like actually finally getting into a real gym, 
first and foremost, guys, I was 510 pounds. I didn't know anything about anything when it came to it to the gym. I didn't know the difference between an elliptical and a treadmill, you know, anything, you know, I didn't care. Um, so for me, what helped me the most and still helps me to this day is having a trainer. Now, obviously, trainers are expensive. They can be very pricey. But if this is your first time in a gym, a lot of the time, I'm talking 99.9% of the time, if you're signing up for a gym, they're automatically off the bat offering you at least two training sessions for free. That's pretty standard. That's cut unless you go to standard. Planet Fitness. Unless you go to Planet Fitness, because but they Planet F- they actually do, and they're free. do they? They're free now. Right, I don't but even you, know if, how does that even work? The, the, you just go up to them. There's like usually one or two people, and usually I think they have to be NASA certified. Um, and you just say, hey, can you put me on a circuit? Now they're going to be super generic, but right, it's better than nothing. <laughs> right. So, but even Planet Fitness has has uh, personal trainers. Thank you very much. Boogity boogity. Cool. I lost my whole train of thought. Um, the importance of personal trainers. Oh, importance of personal trainers. So obviously, if this is your first go around personal fitness, you don't really probably know anything and mm-hmm. you're not expected to know anything. And you are expected to walk in there a little apprehensive. You are allowed to walk in there a little bit nervous. But here's the thing that you got to keep in the back of your mind, folks. It's your first time. And I'm sure it's someone else's first time. And everyone in there has had a first time. You know, it's not like people are born out of the womb and boom, they go right to a, a gym. So they're like, out there just squatting 265. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and for me, what something I had to get over was because obviously going into a gym for the first time, being so big, you feel like all eyes are automatically on you. And they might be. They might be. But if you're walking into a gym and you're going in there with the intent to work out, to change your life, people are not going to judge you ever. Truth. Nobody and anyone, cares. And anyone who does fuck them right <laughs> like that's just point blank period point blank period they're just poor human beings so and it's probably them. the old guy who's always in the locker room with his nuts hanging out for no reason <laughs> because every gym has an old guy with his nuts hanging out it's just standard practice truth it truth. really is even at planet um, fitness even oh definitely at planet fitness <laughs> without a doubt without anyway um so Keep that in mind. I think that's really important that a lot I think, of people don't I think talk personal about. trainers is huge. Well, because yeah, personal training is huge. Well, the big thing to me is especially just early on when it comes to the general function and movement of the body. I find it still fascinating to this day because I mean one uh Seth, you haven't met him yet, but when you come up to GR, you'll definitely meet him. He's got he's his he's a PT and he's got his chiropractic license. Yeah, he's gonna fix me up real good. He's, he's fascinating to work with because I've been in this body for 30 fucking years. And then he tells me, I want like, tells me to do a mo like, for example, like, like wiggle your toes one by one. And it's like, you try to fucking wiggle your toes one by one. It's like, I can't fucking do it. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. I've been in this body for 30 years. You're telling me I have to really focus and think about moving every toe one by one. It's super difficult. And the reason why I bring that up is like when you're squatting, you have a vision in your head of like what's good form. And then you start doing it and your form is horrendous. And you're like, wait, in my head, I'm doing it right. Why doesn't it contribute out to when you actually do it? And that's where having a personal trainer, someone who knows those basic movements to be able to like, hey, you're doing whatever. Because that's really important. Like those big movements, super important. Squats, deadlifts, form is everything. 
Yes. Everything. If you want to make mind to muscle connection, form is absolutely everything. Another thing also, um, a lot of first timers, you know, I get this DM a lot. Do I, do I focus on cardio or do I focus on weight lifting, you know, weight training? And the answer, you know, is really all up to what you want to do. But for me, I'm going to tell you what I did. And what I did is not necessarily what everyone did. And it's not necessarily the right answer either. I focus on both. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people say, well, how, you know, muscle may weighs more than fat. And if you're putting on muscle, your weight is going to go up and you're not going to lose weight. Well, buddy, here's the thing. I was doing a lot of cardio because I needed to do cardio. And, you know, I had a burn very calories. big problem. Yeah, I need to burn calories. That's first and foremost. You're, you're there to burn calories. You're at a high weight. You're trying to get down to a low weight. Got to burn calories. Got to be in a caloric deficit. And we'll get to that in a minute. But couldn't fit in the machines. So I had to make do with what I could do. A lot of that was squeezing onto an incumbent bike and being on a row machine. I still you know, can't. I still blows my mind. You're on, you on a rowing machine. I have videos. Uh, 500 pounds. I love it. I have videos. Um, row machine single-handedly saved my life. But what my trainer really made me focus on too, because I wanted to gain a little bit of muscle mass while still burning fat, was that I was doing a lot of high rep, low weight exercises. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your regular pull downs, you know, every, you name it, I was doing it, but I was doing it at very low weight for very high reputation reps because of the fact that that's still going to burn body fat. You're still going to raise your heartbeat. You're still going to make lean muscle. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't sitting there trying to bench, you know, 350, mm-hmm. you know, for, for four. Yeah. Cause, cause the big thing there, the, the science side of things, massive and all that. So like the biggest, like when you're, when you're getting into the gym for the first time, number one thing you got to work on, work on a stabilization. That's step one. And you have to be confident that your knees, your ankles, your back, are in stable positions you will that hurt. when you start when you start doing compound movements you're not going to hurt yourself that's step one number one is stabilization once you have step step one of stabilization you feel stable and secure with doing basic movements then you go on to step two which is endurance training which is where john was at the beginning which is like high rep low weight you want to just get the muscle used to moving more and more and more working Absolutely. on its endurance function once you've done your high reps, your low weight. And again, it doesn't mean you don't push yourself to failure, but you oh, just yeah. push yourself to failure in the 20 rep round and the 25 rep round, the 30 reps, not in five. Right. And then finally, once you've built some solid stabilization, you feel confident within movements, you've pushed yourself consistently for a few weeks, building some endurance in the muscle. Then you can work on true hypertrophy and strength training and trying to do some significant progressive overloads of moving your weight way up to like, see what you can do with five rep maxes and stuff like that. But again, you don't want to do that day one because I mean, I witnessed it in Planet fitness. Uh, oh my gosh. I'll never forget. I was in a plan of fitness and this guy, first off the guy was like six, six and he was in big steel toed boots and he was on a Smith machine doing squats and he had three fifteen on the bar. And I look at him and, and like his range of motion was maybe 10%. Like he was standing and then like drop 10% and then back up. Like that, not even close to parallel, nothing. And I went up to him. I was like, Hey man, is this, is this one of your first times working out? And he's like, yeah. I was like, I was like, are you okay with me giving you some critiques? He's like, I've been doing this for a long time. He's like, yeah, sure. I was like, Astrograss baby, you're going to get so much more 
strength hypertrophy results with range of motion. And so I was like, I need you to go to at least two parallel. And obviously at 315, not happening. So I dropped down to 225, still couldn't do it. Then I dropped down to 45s on each time. He still couldn't get to parallel and get back up. By the time I had him down to 30 on each side for him just to get ass to grass. And I was like, you will see more results putting 30 on each side and going ass to grass range of motion than you will this 15 degree, putting 315 going 15%. And he's like, holy shit, I can feel it more already. And so that's because he didn't work on that stabilization. He didn't work on range of motion before he just dumped, jumped into a bunch of weight and that you're in the definition to hurt yourself. And even like pivoting on that, like what you have to understand too, is that the amount of weight that is on the machine on the bar, regardless, like it doesn't make a difference. Like, yes, we all want to go in there and we want to push as much weight as possible, but Sometimes you'll have more results pushing less weight than you will more weight because, like we said, the movement, stabilization, muscle, you know, mind to muscle connection. Yep. Um, you can't go into the gym thinking that you're going to be the strongest guy there and you want to put on a show for everyone, which is something that, you know, still to this day, I sometimes get discouraged about because, like, I want to move a ton of weight mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes I, it just doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. You know yep. what I mean? Like, as long as you're pushing yourself to ultimate failure, I don't care if you have tens on there, if you've got fucking 25s on there, if you've got four plates on there, like it doesn't make a difference. Um, you got to push yourself to failure, but to real failure, not failure where you're hurting yourself, not failure where, you know, you're going to fuck yourself up, but failure where it's like I've pushed to my last rep and I'm only getting, you know, a little bit. Exactly. I know, I know a lot of people, I forget a lot of people are watching. A lot of you aren't watching the YouTube. And if you watch the YouTube, you could see all the stupid faces David makes in the hand movements that I do the whole <laughs> fucking podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, too funny. No, because I mean, that's so important because again, like it's so interesting when it comes to um, when it comes to when you're working out and the mind muscle connection plays such a bigger component than almost mm-hmm. anything. Like, I mean, you watch people take the 60 pound dumbbells and do, do these just huge shoulder throw, like, Oh yeah, I'm doing curls. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not. No, you're not. Like, like I, I curl half the weight you do. And my biceps are twice the size of yours. Why? Because I focus on only contracting my bicep. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not trying to throw ego weight around. I'm trying to intentionally push a specific muscle to failure to force it to grow. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to know any, if you're trying to get into the strength training, bodybuilding, ask perspective of fitness, like if obviously you want big shoulders, you want to pec dance, you want to do some stuff like that. It has way more to do with intentional pushing specific muscles to failure than it has to do with repping out these massive workloads of, of, of bench press. Oh, but you're benching 315. Yeah. And I'm watching you overextend your shoulders and you're just waiting to freaking tear out a shoulder because you're just sitting there. Just, just, you're not doing anything on the chest. You're out here just letting your shoulders and your front delts take over and your pecs aren't doing anything because your, yep. your form is horrendous. Yep. Cause all yep. you're thinking about is ego lifting. Yep. So if that if, mind state of ego lifting can fuck you up. Oh, I can fuck you so up. bad. And I'm not even saying like on a physical level, but like later down the line, like the reason why I said in the beginning of the podcast to get a personal trainer is because of the fact you want to either break dirty habits that you don't even know that you have, 
when it comes to lifting or stop yourself from creating dirty habits True. that you could have. It's like because, golf. Exactly. No, it, absolutely. Golf's the same way. I, absolutely. If, if, if you have $500 to spend um, and you want to get in golfing, spend a hundred dollars on clubs and $400 on lessons. Yeah. Then, Oh, I'm going to spend all 500 on clubs thinking clubs. that nice clubs is going to make clubs you a good golfer. Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, a thousand percent because these little bad habits that you have will make for big injuries down the line. Truth. You know, if you're doing a curl, but you're curling really with all of your shoulder and not really, you're not moving your elbow at all. You're not focusing on the bicep. You're going to fuck up your shoulders yep. for other workouts down the line. I have shoulder problems because of, you know, stupid mistakes and stupid habits that I built in the beginning that my trainer has been trying to make me break forever. And now if it wasn't for this prep, like I have cleaned up so many bad habits in the gym by doing this prep because I'm so focused on, on just lifting the right way. Like, I know that yep. sounds stupid. I've been doing this for fucking six years now, five years, whatever it is. But you don't even realize how many of these bad habits that you collect along the oh, way. Oh, 100%. Because like you said in the beginning, I like how Chives is shirtless right now. <laughs> that was great. Is that what you really, is that his uniform? Is that his everyday uniform? Did you not see him walk? He had, he, so he's, he's, a, he's a college baseball coach too. And mm -hmm. so he, yeah, he, he had his college uniform on first. <laughs> oh, Chives. Oh, Chives. That Chives. Chives bought a house. So you I'm pay, no, You pay Chives good. I'm no, I'm no. <laughs> I'm no longer going to have chives here next month. I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> You're rascal. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, the live, like the, the video version of this podcast is just every time. Anyway, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, more intentional with your lifts and, and cleaning up bad habits. Yeah. So like you, you have to, you have to get rid of those bad habits before you create them or, you know, once you realize you create it, because we all have this vision in our mind. David mentioned this earlier of like, this is how I've watched people squat, mm -hmm. you know, or this is how I've watched people bench. And you pick up dirty habits that other people have, and then you get them to be your own habits and you mm -hmm. don't want that. You know what I mean? Like I watch people lift dumb. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what's a good one. All the time for oh. no reason. Just because oh, they want to ego say, lift. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of a good Oh, um, you know, one that gets me so... This one, uh, a lot of people do this in the gym when it comes to cables. So you're doing like, uh, uh, like you're doing uh, peck like flies. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what happens is so many people for the sake of ego lifting and like pushing more weight, what they do is I'm trying to do this while being close to the mic. <laughs> it's super difficult. What they do is they start to throw their shoulders. Oh, yes. I do that all the time into it. And okay. now your front delt is taking over everything and your pecs right. getting nothing. Nothing. And so it's about ro rolling back, keeping uh -huh. those shoulders way back mm -hmm. and truly the, 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 the pec. Exactly. The easiest explanation is feel like you're pulling your bicep into your chest. Yep. This is the most, you'll feel the full contraction off of your bicep into your chest what so many people love to do is they just throw over their, even like they throw their arms over and you're just asking to fuck up a front. You're, you're, you're just, you're asking for mm -hmm. shoulder problems. Mm -hmm. And yeah, guess what? That's a dirty I, habit that I have. Sometimes I watch people move more weight that way, yeah. but I got a bigger chest than them. Right. <laughs> Cause it's not about how much weight you move. It's how intentionally you move that weight. Yep. 
So remember that when you're in the gym and be able to drop, like I, I, I love seeing the guy who has 15 pounds on a cable and is super focused on contraction, not throwing any shoulder into it, not throwing any other movement and just super controlling that contraction. Then someone who takes 45 pounds in the cable curl and is just like throwing their whole friggin' body into it, thinking that it's going to somehow absolutely. equate to more muscle mass. And it's just, absolutely. And I'll yeah. be honest with you, like free weights is cool. I, free weights. I love right. cables. I love cables. I love cables. It's a consistent. I like, free, I like free weight machines. Free weight machines. Like, all right, not. I'm definitely not just so not with like. I have a, a chest press that you know you obviously put it on a bar, but it's still on it. Like, it's not a free weight per se. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, I agree because because it, yeah. it takes out stabilization, which is nice. Right. It's it's more safe. Right. And it's like again, there's, it's, no, it's, there's nothing bad about being a safe lifter. No, no, it's like the, the contrary to popular belief, you can get yoked doing machines. I, I again, that's that's what's always so crazy to me is you have these people that think, no, it's all about free weights, man. It's right. all about it's it's like I just I call bullshit. Then, then explain to me this population that barely touches free weights and they're fucking monsters. So it's like, like free I just cool, they're cool, they're like great. great. Now, I will say, uh. This, this is one that the data is becoming more and more prevalent on that even I've kind of stemmed away from. And I think, I know you have early hmm. staying away from deadlifts. Oh, well, yeah, I got a terrible back. I can't exactly. But like in general, deadlifts are just terrible not, for you. There's really not good for you. I was actually I mean, having this conversation with Poro earlier about deadlifts. Yep. It's funny you mentioned them. Um, Cause I know he's, at, he's focusing on deadlifts and I had mentioned him, you know, I can't do deadlifts period. Yep. Like it, if I do, I'm my back is toast. Oh, just for, um, you know, I've tried sumo well, deadlifts. Yeah, yeah, you got weird hips, weird everything. I have, I have weird yeah. everything. Um, but yeah, no, their deadlifts is terrible for you. And I know there's people that are listening to this and they're probably like, I love to do deadlifts. You know, no, again, power deadlifts, to you. deadlifts aren't bad to a certain point. Right. But, but if you're going in the gym and that's the only thing you're doing every day. Well, that and there's a like certain that. point where they talk about where there's the the benefit to to potential risk right. becomes not worth it anymore. That's mm-hmm. the issue. Like if you're deadlifting up to like 315, sweet that's a skill to learn that that's something to like how to pull that's fine if you start getting to the point where you're where you're deadlifting 600 500 those types of weights it's just so much stress on the back yeah your poor lumbar and and you're and and there are plenty of other ways to kind of push that progressive overload on like the hammies and the glutes and the lower back but in a safer and less aggressive way that's the biggest thing like that's where a lot of the data is talking about now is like yeah, deadlifting is good to a certain degree. And then it starts to hurt itself over a long period of time. Cause guess what? To keep your progressive overload, it's like, I got to put on 600 pounds. And it's like, you're just fucking your lower back when you do that. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. What is, what, what's something else? What's, what's, what's something else in from your mind? We kind of had a, we, this has been a good conversation. Um, um, if, I mean, obviously, if you're just starting out, don't fall into the, um, to like, how do I word this properly? Trying to find the perfect split. That's my, that was my next thing. Yeah. Perfect split. That's cool. But I was going to say, don't fall into the trap of buying supplements early. Um, oh, other than creatine. And I, yeah. I mean, I know we, we talked about this before on another podcast, but like mm-hmm. 
first day in the gym, you don't, oh, don't make a hit up the sup shop and buy BCAAs, e, e, you know, ECAAs and fucking double A batteries and fucking whatever that double <laughs> A batteries, whatever the fuck you know. You yeah, don't do. make any difference. It just doesn't make a difference, you know. Um, so don't don't fall into that trap because I know a lot of gyms that have sup shops in them or just their regular, let's call it a pro shop, that'll see a mark who will walk in first day of the gym and they'll be like oh well you need this you need this you need this you need a weight belt you need a weight belt i'm gonna be honest with you guys i still to this day don't have a weight belt i don't either i don't, and it I doesn't don't understand make it uh, that's cool. what i'll talk about i there's people out there that wear the weight belts like all day long and every single lift they do and i just don't freaking understand my diaphragm way too much like, I don't I understand, understand what the purpose is. You're protecting your lower back, but guess what? You, well, the rule the, I've heard this from bodybuilders is like, you keep it on because it keeps your waist weaker, which then keeping your waist weaker, keeps a thinner waistline, which gives you a better tapered look. Right. But like, I mean, I guess if you're trying to win bodybuilding shows and that, that waist tapered look is something you need, then maybe, but people use belts too, way too fast, <laughs> way too fast, way too fast. Cause you gotta learn, you gotta learn core. You gotta learn how to truly, when you're doing a lift, engage your core, protect itself, not from a freaking belt, but because you know how to, because you know how to protect it. You know how to protect yourself. Yeah. Like, but so many people, they, they put belts on way too early on way too, way too many things. It's just a waste of money. Like there's people out there that put belts on for chest day. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like how, how is this relevant? Like all the time. Guys doing shoulders. They're cool. Friggin' belt on, dude. <laughs> like, they look great. I love. I love a nice Cardillo belt. I want to get a Cardillo belt just to hang it up in my house so it has my name on the back. But Branded. again, uh, yeah, dude. But like a Cardillo belt, a plain strapped, you know, brown leather Cardillo belt is still like I think almost two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, like for what? For what? Yeah, exactly. For what? Yeah, you know? you're not you're not in a place where that's even necessary. It's kind of golf clubs right there. That two hundred dollars that you're spending on a freaking waist belt, go mm-hmm. go spend that two hundred dollars on training lessons. That's Absolutely. that's a more effective use of your money early on. Absolutely. And um, I know you were going to talk about split splits. I think this is huge because so many people get it twisted. I mean, again, push pull legs, isolate chest sometimes, isolate shoulders it, sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't freaking matter. It's about yeah. what, what is the. I mean you sit here and everyone says that they have the perfect split. Okay. If you're trying to win Mr. Olympia, maybe it matters. Maybe a little bit, it matters, but if you're just trying to live within a healthy and happy body, look better naked, it doesn't fucking matter. You do bro splits and do a chest chise, back buys, legs, shoulders, arms, and that's your split. Sweet. If you do two rounds of upper body, lower body, sweet. If you do, it just doesn't fucking matter. Like it's about pushing the muscles. What's your split right now? Me, my favorite split. I like to separate things out more so I don't take rest days. So my split is chest tries, back buys, shoulders, core, um, then shoulders and core, then legs, quad focused, legs, hamstring focused, and glute focused, and then um, that's arms not and the core. same day. Mm-mm. I do a leg day primarily focusing on quad activation. Mm-hmm. And then I do a leg day primarily focusing on hamstring and glutes. Okay. Um, I split it up. So I actually do legs twice a week. You motherfuckers technically. And that's so many, <laughs> that's right. And I throw calves in there 10 days a week. Cause I have small calves. Uh... <laughs> 
I got bitch legs. I got the worst. But, but what's nice about that split for me is I don't like taking rest days. So, so when you do it, like, guess what? When I do chest and tries between all that split, my next workouts, four and a half days, five days later for that. Yeah. I've got my, I've got my rest in and I'm ready to go again. And so I don't, I don't take many breaks. Now, some people would say that's wrong and people would say, oh, well, no, you need to hit it twice a week and all this kind of stuff and take bigger rest total days. And it's like, I'm doing just fine. I'm bigger than most. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm trying to win Mr. Olympia and I was truly getting to that level, then maybe. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'll switch it up on occasion. I'll switch up volume. The biggest thing I switch up is volume. Some days are bigger, like weight days. Like I'm going heavy and three to five, five to rep maxes. And then other days I'm doing a lot of drop sets where it's a lot more volume work. Mm -hmm. That's where I make a lot of changes more than the splits themselves. I got you. hundred percent. What about you? Right now, I am doing chest tries, back buys, uh, isolating shoulders, isolating legs, and then sometimes I'll just isolate chest. It depends. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't throw arms in there, man? Arms is every day. <laughs> I don't count arms. Arms is every arms day. Arms is every day. Dude, what I'll about- get a fucking, I get a fucking arm pump from legs. What like, about core? Core I work in on my leg day. Okay. Oh, I work it out on my chest day. It's I always love there. Hate. I have a love hate relationship with core. Yeah, like I did. Why did does it hurt today? so much more than everything? I don't understand. What did I do yesterday? I did back yesterday, and I mixed in core with it because I was doing planks. Gotcha. You know, so I w- I would do a workout, and then I would do a minute to a minute and a half plank, and then I go back to doing the workout, workout, and back to plank. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of, of planks. I mean, they're great. I don't. I I, I just do other yeah. things. I go. I do a lot of cable work with core. So it's like, have you seen that classic? I, I, that that um, viral TikTok video where the girl has her butt cheeks between the the pole and she's doing curls off the cable curls. In yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do that machine too. Yeah, that's one of my classics. I do that, and then I do transverse. Yeah, and then I do leg lifts. That's like my sequence for core. That's nice. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. Get the job done. I love chest. Titty days. Shoulder's my favorite. I hate shoulder day. See, I hate I have big isn't it fascinating? I think who we had this conversation with. This was with uh Chris back in the day. It like whatever you get the most compliments on, you tend to do the most. I have beautiful shoulders. And I just so, can't stand doing shoulders. Really? So like I get compliments on my shoulders the most. So I love doing shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And I actually just last week hit a hit a PR on shoulders and I was all fucking hyped about it. But I like shoulder press or what are you? Yeah, what? yeah. Shoulder press. What were you doing? Uh just regular dumbbell shoulder press. Yeah, what were you doing? Oh, uh 65. Let's go. Yeah. That's a good weight. Yeah. So like I 65 shoulder press, no joke. Yeah, free dump. Just it was great. Like dumb, I don't know like, what the, like dumb free dumbbells. Yeah, free dumbbells. Like Let's I don't go. know what got Let's into go me that day, and I was just, and I started at thirty. Oh, I said that. To, that was actually another story. Um, oh, there was this guy at the gym, and I try to do it as respectfully as possible. But I would be in the same. I, I'm humbly. If someone came to me and said, "Hey, you're in a you're you're setting yourself up to hurt yourself," I would be like, "Hey, I appreciate that. I, I'm glad you told me that because I'm I'm far from." act like I know it, everything. And, and I'll always take everything in grace with, with intention that you mean the best. And so there was this guy in there who was doing shoulder press. And first and foremost, he was doing 
50 pounds and his form free dumbbells free dumbbells 50 pounds and so personally i don't like to go straight vertical on on dumbbells because it puts too much like back on so i always drop it one so you're more like neutral which means you are throwing a little more chest into it but it's safer and so this guy was flared almost backwards with his arms and he was doing this and oh his oh i just i looked and it was the pressure and the angle of what he was doing i'm like bro i went to him i'm like hey man i'm just telling you you are on a fast track to a torn rotator labrum or something like you're just you're full like you're in your shoulders are in such a compromised position yeah I'm like you go heavy you try to go heavy heavy one day and it may just go oh yeah absolutely and so i <laughs> and he said thank you i think kept doing what he was doing but i had at least time once <laughs> you know you did your deed you i did, did your, i did my due diligence i don't like people that watch people do stupid stuff and then don't help videotape it and then just yeah like act like assholes yeah. Like, like again there's a good and a bad way I'll to videotape you in my gym if you're being an idiot <laughs> but that's if you're being an idiot i'm not talking about on a, on a weight machine like if you look if you'd be an idiot oh like the guy who was like flying back and forth and like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i got a lot of those and i <laughs> yeah. go to a great gym like i ain't going to no pussy gym, but... i've i've oh my gosh dude like yeah i mean planet fitness you're gonna see it more than most Oh, you're gonna see everyone uh, at Planet Fitness, and that's no knock on Planet Fitness. I know everyone thinks that I knocked the shit out of Planet Fitness. It's just one; it's fun. Oh, it's easy. It's, it's so easy, easy to make fun of. I totally yeah. respect it. Like, like I, my sister works at a Planet Fitness now as a part-time job, and I make fun of her every day for going to work at a Planet Fitness. I I love it. I love that it gets. It's I, there's something about the underdog, man. I I love like, it's it's funny to me because I'm not trying to be an ego here, but. I have more muscle mass than most, and I did it primarily through a Planet Fitness. So don't give Absolutely. me this shit that it's some oh it's a weak man's gym bro i look better than you and you pay three times the amount of money to go to a gym and I, like i look better than you so like don't give me that shit like right. now if i'm trying to win mr olympia then probably it's not gonna it's not gonna I, you couldn't do it at planet fitness i mean right. if someone i don't to like to, to talk f- about things that i don't know you know yeah like i'm very open with the fact that like i don't keep a large plethora of knowledge mm-hmm. when it comes to individual workouts in the gym. Yep. That's not where it's not your lane. Nothing it's not my lane. I have a trainer. He's going to tell me, pick that up, put that down, how you pick it up, put it down. And that's just me. I have, See, you're, you're the about. classic of, um, I like to get in my car. I don't care how the alternator works. I don't care how the automatic oh, transmission yeah. works. I just want to get in the car, turn it on and move. Yeah. One of my biggest weaknesses is I find fascination in how things work. Yes. And it's absolutely. And you're the type of of person where if I go, David, what time it is, you're going to tell me how to build a clock. And I don't (laughs) want to know. I want to know what time it is. What time is it? Well, see, the, the funny part is my dad's the same way. I remember back in college, like, say I had like a, um, some like mammalian physiology question or whatever. Right. It's like, dad, I just want to know blank. And then he'll give me the preface, the answer, and then the post on everything. I'm like, damn it, dad. I, I, I know I got that from my dad because I do the same shit now. I can't absorb that. Way. <laughs> like, I get it. I do. And I'm picking up, like, again, me doing this prep and really focusing on certain shit. I'm obviously picking up more and more and more yep. and more. And I shock myself sometimes. But, like, again, I don't like to put myself in a position where I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
ever, especially when it comes to fitness, because obviously because I've lost a shit ton of weight and I go to the gym every single day, someone off the street is going to be like, Hey buddy, you know what you're talking about. See that's, but I respect that. Like, and I, like, I respect, it goes off of like the fitness influencer stuff and the stuff from last week right? where there's nothing wrong with saying that I just don't don't know. know. (laughs) Like I know walk with me in the gym and I will show you. I'll show you what I did. Yeah. Yeah, And I'll show you what I did. And like, I want to be, I can tell you what I know, but it's like, no. And I I respect that. Like I, I completely respect that whole, Hey, I'm just an average Joe. This is what I'm doing. I could care less how the alternator works in my car. I just know that this is what I'm told to do and I'm doing it. And when it stops working, I'm going to go bring it to get it fixed. <laughs> Damn That's straight. me. I ain't going to fix it myself. I respect it. I respect it. So anyway, folks, I hope that you took a little bit of piece of information out of this and enjoyed the podcast. David, do you have anything else you would like to say to the fine people listening at home? I would recommend everyone to get into some kind of strength training routine. I'm just going to say it. Girls. Yeah. You're not going to get bulky from lifting. I'm sorry. You're not. So Mm-mm. do you, does, does it have to be, do you have to do it? No, you may find you enjoy it more than cardio. I'll just put mm-hmm. it that way. Um, and at the end of the day, it's about pushing muscle to failure, burning calories and enjoying the process. So absolutely. You got to enjoy your workouts. If you don't, then they become a chore and then you don't want to do your chores and then you don't show up. It's like, it's like why I don't do consistent, uh, running or something i don't enjoy it You're right like a like a bunch of cardio running biking it's just not i don't enjoy yeah. doing right. that so right. why would i create that as a habit for the rest of my life which is working out and don't hurt yourself yeah it's like mike mike freaking loves it mike loves running out sweet yes. you do that like i don't do that love it sweet and like that's what you want to do awesome yeah. my knees hurt just thinking about running yeah but like flip the coin don't think that you have to just do cardio to to lose weight, lose weight. live in a healthy body mm-hmm. and flip the coin and you, don't, and you don't tell me do that cardio oh. you can do cardio and weightlift at the same time well not exactly at the yeah. same time but yeah last tip on that do do cardio after your lift huge yes. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's becoming more and more prevalent do your cardio afterwards. If you want to do a five to 10 minute warm up beforehand, sweet. That I like to do. I've gotten way more into that by warming up on the bike for about five yeah. to 10 minutes. Five to 10 minutes. Hitting my workout. But don't, yeah, if don't. you're, if you're lifting, don't do a 30 minute run and then go work out. It doesn't, no. it doesn't work well. Um, you're burning up all your shot. glycogen. Yeah. Your, your muscles are already shot. So you're not going to push till failure consistently. And so it's just not a, not a good place. Absolutely. All right, guys. Second. I, what? That's all. Just do cardio second. Oh, do cardio second. Yes. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening in today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, I hope that you share it with someone who you think will like it as well. Um, Guys, if you would like to join us, you can join us each and every single Wednesday night on the ALG community call that goes down at every Wednesday at 830 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 530 Pacific. And you can access that call by going to accountablelifegroup.com and clicking on the events tab. And you will see the call, click the, the Zoom link, and it'll bring you right in. You can purchase the Accountable Life Journal by going on to Amazon.com and searching it ALG, Accountable Life Journal. You can access, if you, if you like what we're doing, and you like what we're doing, and you like what we're doing, and you like what you're doing, <laughs> you can join us with coaching. Go to ALGcoaching.com. I think that's it. Oh, go to redcon.com and use promo code T20JRPS and save 20% off your entire purchase. And that's how you support the podcast. 
What was your What was your voice there? What were we going? I don't for? know. I like going Irish. Or I don't know. I don't know what it was. For hot the podcast, I got support the British. Sound like a little British. Just support it. Support. <laughs> support the podcast. Oh, uh, too funny. All right, guys. That's all. That's it. That's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right. Stay beautiful. Stay sexy. Stay accountable. Toodles.